And thank you so much for taking the time to check out Liz and Scotty's Potty. And we always like to begin, for those who don't listen to the radio station that we work for, uh, Liz and I do the morning show on Clear 99 radio station in Columbia, Missouri. And this particular podcast deals with country singer Granger Smith. And there's several levels to this. And so we're going to set it up a little bit and then just share with you how it kind of came to be on the radio on the morning show. It begins with uh, Granger Smith host a, a syndicated radio show overnights called After Midnight. We carry that here on our radio station on Clear 99. Granger is also going to be in concert at uh, the Midwest Country Fest in Ashland, Missouri. It is the the first one they've ever done, and Granger is going to be the headliner. So that was kind of what spurred uh, the interview that you're about to listen to. That plus the fact that Granger has just released uh, a book called Like a River. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you know that story. And if you don't, Granger will explain it here in just a few minutes. And Liz and I normally do interviews like this together. But because of another long story that we won't go into right now, Liz was in the studio by herself to do the interview with Granger. Now, Liz was given a limited time in which to do this interview, which is not unusual, guys, especially if a star is promoting a tour. It's a little more flexible, but something like this, Granger is doing kind of a a full tour of interviews. He probably had several lined up that day, and they try to keep them moving so that they don't get too far behind. So that's part of what you're about to hear. So we explained to the listeners on the radio that we were going to play the interview with Granger, but then after that, we wanted to share a really neat story that happened off the air, behind the scenes. That's kind of the second part of this podcast. And one more little nugget. At the end of the interview, Liz mentions After Midnight, the show that, that Granger does, and a segment that we discovered last year that he did during college football season. Granger Smith has an alter ego, Earl Dibbles Jr. He's this really, really country guy. And this segment was Earl Dibbles Jr. doing college football picks. It was called Dip em and Pick em. And Liz and I just loved that segment. We would record it and play it throughout the days during football season on Friday. Fridays. So that is what that reference is about, in case you're not familiar with it. So that's kind of the setup of this whole deal. Now we will just share with you uh, our visit with Granger and the aftermath as it happened on the radio. Today's Best Country Clear 99, that is Granger Smith, who was going to be at the Midwest Country Fest at Lakeside Ashland on August 19th with Liz and Scotty in the morning. And uh, that particular show is one of the reasons why his people reached out uh, for us to get to do an interview with Granger. He also was obviously, uh, his, his book came out this week, um, and uh, so he's, he's doing some radio interviews with that and sort of thing and some other interview so that was kind of why we got a, a chance to visit with him so uh, liz uh, did it when i was in cape the other day and liz got a chance to visit and this is kind of part one of our little granger extravaganza this morning we're going to share this visit with you and then in a few minutes you're going to have an opportunity to to win a copy of his book but it went like this hey y'all how's it going Hi, Granger. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me on this morning. Thank you so much. We're really excited to see you at our very first annual Midwest Country Fest coming up in just a couple of weeks. But more importantly, we're really excited about your just-released book, Like a River. Granger, do you want to tell us a little bit about how it all started, where you got that imagery and idea to title it Like a River? 
Yeah, thank you. It, I lost my son in 2019. He was three years old. And that uh, that was the beginning. That was the catalyst to the darkest period of my life. And I tried everything I could to get out of that. I tried to mask it with work. I tried to continue with the smile on my face. I continued to try to power through that, uh, realizing that as I was trying to be the rock for my family and and a good influence on other people that might have been following my journey at the time, I realized that I was internally crumbling and losing my mind slowly. I started as I as I completely hit rock bottom and realized I couldn't save myself or rescue myself, I found that I was able to surrender everything I had to the source of the river. As if we all have this river that is always moving downstream, sometimes quickly, sometimes deep water, sometimes shallow, sometimes rapids, sometimes it's gummed up and has obstacles and debris, but it's always going downstream. And the only only thing we could really do is surrender to that downstream movement. But instead, we usually try to fight upstream and use our paddles and oars and our little rafts and our boats. And we dam up the, the sides and the banks and pretend that we actually have control over it. And we don't. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that the hard way. And the book is that journey. It is all the things I tried to do until... Nothing worked, and I absolutely hit rock bottom. There is there is a happy ending to this, and there is there is a way through, and that is what inspired me to write the book. And I love the descriptions that you have in this book, especially about writing about like the grief and the joy, not necessarily the happiness, but that deep inner peace. And you can just you know coexist in all of those feelings. How did you learn that? The hard way, happiness. And I've talked about this on After Midnight quite a bit and get and take phone calls from people. And let's discuss what's the difference between happiness and joy. And so many people have different ideas about this. And here's mine. Happiness happens to you. You can't control it. You walk outside and the sun shines on you right. And you, you maybe you had a good night's sleep last night and you, you ate a good breakfast and you feel happy. Your, your sports team wins the game. You, you feel happy. You, you, you eat a nice meal with someone you love and you feel happy, but you don't really have control over that. Joy is different. Joy is in, internal. It is something that is unchanging. It's something that can coexist when you're also sad. You can't be happy and sad at the same time, mm-hmm. but you can be joyful and grieving at the same time as, as if you lost your mother to cancer and you're grieving and you're, 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 you're terribly sad, but you also are welcoming a new child into the world. And you're, you're overwhelmed with joy from this new child. That's, that's how, that's an example of how these two emotions can exist at the same time, coexisting. What's the greatest hope or, or takeaway that each reader can have from this book? I hope that someone that either is stuck right now, maybe they're stuck in depression, they're, they're, that's a self-deprecation when you're, you're internalizing everything, you're, you're beyond the initial thing that happened that's bad. You're past that now and years have gone by and you're still stuck, you can't move forward. I hope that this book is a beacon of light for people to, to see that there is a path forward that doesn't involve forgetting the loved one or 
are feeling like you don't love them anymore or maybe you internalize the guilt and that there is none of that there's a way forward to be free from all that and for the person that doesn't know what I'm talking about or hasn't been through something similar I would say if you live on planet earth and you breathe oxygen and you love you are at risk of any of this happening by losing that loved one at any time and so I hope that this book can be a beacon of hope for everyone out there Granger thank you so much for pouring your heart out and in this book and Like a River is out now highly recommend it to everybody we are so lucky to be able to give away a couple of copies so thank you Granger for giving those to us um, and before you leave, we just want to say we absolutely love your After Midnight show. Dip em and Pick em is our favorite segment ever, so we're looking forward to hearing that coming up in the football season. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's bring Dip em and Pick em back. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. That means a lot to oh, me. Oh, you're so welcome. We look forward to having you at our Midwest Country Fest. Granger Smith, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you all so much. So there you go, Granger Smith. First of all, my girl Liz did a great job with that interview in what was not an easy interview to do, but you did a great job with that. Thank you. Now, in a few minutes, you'll have an opportunity to win the book, but we want to share a little bit more with you because there was some stuff that happened behind the scenes with Granger that was amazing to me, and it's really, really cool. So we're going to share that with you and give you the opportunity to uh, to win a copy of, uh, of Granger Smith's book with Liz and Scotty in today's Best Country, Clear 99. Today's Best Country, Clear 99, Granger Smith, who once again will be performing at the Midwest Country Fest at Lakeside Ashland on August 19th. That was If the Boot Fits with Liz and Scotty in the morning. And we wanted to share with you uh, what kind of happened behind the scenes in our visit with uh, with Granger Smith as well, because it, it was very unusual. And I talked about it being a difficult uh, interview um, because of the subject matter, number one. But number two, I told Liz, I said, you know, I feel like we ought to say something to Granger before we get started about the fact that uh, we have a, a co-worker, a family member who had had a similar tragedy. Of course, you guys know about uh, Eric Brimmer and their, their tragic story of losing their daughter. And not because we wanted anything from him. But it, it, with, with a discussion like that, you're never exactly sure where it's going to go. And so I kind of thought maybe it's good for him to kind of have that background just in case we veer that direction so it's not like a huge surprise. That was that was my thinking. And so Liz, very eloquently, before we got started, said something to Granger about that. And that was another part that made it difficult because you don't want to come across to the artist like you're asking them for something. and Because as... As unique as that story is to us, and I, 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 this will sound cold and I don't mean it to, um, Granger gets, hears stories like that everywhere he goes. And, and so, again, I just, I, I just thought maybe it might be good for us to, to get that out of the way. Um, and so Liz told him and Granger immediately said, oh my God, no, what's his name? What's he do? Started asking about the story. That surprised me. I expected kind of a, oh, no, you know, hate to hear that. That's terrible. And then go on with the thing. But he he showed interest right there at the beginning, didn't he? He did. And add another factor into this. We were given a specific amount of time. The person before I got patched through to Granger said, you've got seven minutes. And he even gave me the timestamp on which to end this interview. Right. So I also did not want to take up 
a lot of time explaining this story, knowing full well the perspective of this interview was going to be for the book. And I wanted, you know, Granger to not feel like we were wasting his time by any means whatsoever. So, yeah, adding all of those factors into it, and Granger was more than willing to put the interview part on hold to ask about Eric was really eye-opening. Right. So then, after the interview was over, we talk about dip him and pick him and and all of that, and uh, he says, thank you guys so much. And then he waits a couple of seconds and he says, are we off the air? And Liz said, yeah. He wanted to talk about it some more. And he volunteered. He said, listen, I want to give you my personal email address and I want you to give it to your coworker." And if if he would like to uh, to reach out to me, and he and first of all, in in the the first part of it, he said something about did he get a copy of my book? And we said yeah, absolutely. We gave him okay, good. Afterwards, again, he stopped and said, "Here's my personal email address. Please give this to your coworker. And if he wants to, he says it. If if he doesn't want to talk about it, that's fine. He goes, mm-hmm. but I would like him to have it and ask a little bit more about the situation." Liz went ahead and told him, well, yes, as a matter of fact, because, as it turns out, Eric had actually tried to reach out through Granger's people, going through the correct channels that that you go to do this sort of thing, to maybe talk to him and maybe see about, you know, if there was something they could do with the the podcast that he and Angie do and that sort of thing. And he he had a rough time getting through. And this is not a mean thing either, but this is what these people are paid to do. These people are paid to publicists and road managers. We talk about it all the time. When you go to a concert and you're trying to get through to uh, to see an artist, the road managers are the biggest horses backsides because that's their job. And they need to be. That's yes. right. That's what they're paid to do. And that's kind of what Eric was running into. Um, but but Granger just went so far out of his way. Please have him reach out to me. I would love to talk to him if he wants to talk to him. And I would. I was just blown away by that. And he doesn't know us from Adam. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, we, we haven't made a connection beforehand. Right. And so for him to give us his personal information solely so we could give it to Eric really speaks volumes. Yeah. It was just a really cool, that's never happened before moment. We wanted to share that with you. Just to, just to, you could see the sincerity of, of, uh, of Granger and all this. And then at that point, guys, we went ahead and gave away the copies of, uh, of the book that they had sent us to give away on the radio so just a, a neat experience for us and we wanted to share it with you guys so that uh, you could experience it as well in the past few weeks i've heard granger do uh, a lot of different interviews and obviously there is there's so much more to to the story and to the book and much more than we could fit in in that seven minutes that we had to visit with him so if it's something that you are interested in I would absolutely say get the book for yourself. Uh, you can find out more at Granger's website. You can order the book too there, I think. It's GrangerSmith.com. A whole other part of the story about Granger Smith, in case you have not been following along with it, he's kind of stepping away from his music career for a while. He's been attending seminary. That is part of what is in the book and uh, what he talks about, part of that journey. Uh, because he really feels uh, a calling to the ministry and uh, to be able to serve God in other ways. And just an impressive guy. The story is really neat. Again, GrangerSmith.com. For those who are listening in the Clear 99 listening area, be listening for your opportunity to win some tickets to that Midwest Country Fest. You can get details about getting your own tickets to that at Clear99.com. 
But depending on when you're listening to this, obviously, uh, that uh, that festival is coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And we thank you again for taking the time to check out Liz and Scotty's Potty. Depending on how you are listening to this, you can get it wherever you get your other podcasts. Just search for Clear 99 On Demand at those places, whether it's uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. Clear 99 On Demand is where you can get Liz and Scotty's Potty. And they are always uh, available to at our website, which is clear99.com. And we always like to throw in that you can uh, always listen the old-fashioned way uh, on your radio as well. Uh, every weekday morning from 5.30 until 10, Liz and Scotty in the morning, 99.3 on the FM. Or you can stream it live at the website, too, if you want to, clear99.com.